Monday. This is Mondays with Mike and Mary. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Nice to have you with us. Thanks for joining and listening to our podcast. This is what we do once a week. Look back at our coaching calls on Friday and say, gee, what were some of the highlights that we'd like to share with everybody? And so we pick on Ask the Experts each and a parade of techniques each. Usually that's the formula. Um, and last week I started, so this week you get to start. Ooh, I get to start. So remember, share these podcasts with your friends, with your buddies, post it on Facebook and let us know, and you get entered into our drawing to go to dinner with Floyd. So um, my Ask the Experts, oops, excuse me, my parade of techniques was... You know that old hesitation we get this time of year. We want to wait till spring. Now, that starts around about September. Well, we're going to wait till after the holidays. We're going to wait till spring. That's six months. Yeah, pretty much. Except then, in Minnesota, and there's 10 months. Well, yeah. right. But after the first of the year, then people start saying, well, we're going to wait till spring, and they mean June. Okay. And then in June, they say, <laughs> we're going to wait until... After school gets going again. Whatever and, comes next. That's right, what we're going to wait till right, after. Right, right, right. But, you know, we all got to be sharp on this. We want to wait until spring. And we had a wonderful student of ours remind everyone about the timing analysis to show people how long it really takes to sell your house from start to finish so you can put it on at the right time and not end up behind the eight ball where you got to give some of your equity away just to get it sold on time. Also, when is the best time for you analyzing? And maybe that means it's the first week in February or something. But here was his point, and this is what I love, love, love the most. Get the appointment. Yeah. Sit down with people. Don't be handling this over the phone. You have one job over the phone, and that's book an appointment. So no matter what the hesitation is going to be, and we're hearing this a lot right now, this time of year, fine, get the appointment. So the hesitation is not whether or not they actually want to sell, it's when. Right. So if it's a matter of timing, well, we all know what you use with that, right? The timing analysis. Right. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Very good. Now, my parade and Ask the Experts are related. Oh, which I just love when things come together like that. But the parade that I wanted to share, I'm real excited about. I thought it was a very clever idea. Go back through your list of everybody who has bought a house from you or bought one of your listings five or more years ago and do an HPA on that house and mail it to them along with a little cover letter. Just thought you might be interested in knowing what your current market value is. By the way, if you're interested in more information or exploring selling, please give me a call. I've got a student that's doing that very successfully. I think she's gotten five listings doing that. Taking a little extra time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you do a little work, send out the bait, and see who nibbles. I got to tell our audience, HPA, everyone knows what Michael's referring to? Yes. Highest price analysis. Yeah, we don't do CMAs anymore. Of course no, not. We do an Gee. HPA. That's right. I like it. Why don't you do your uh, related Ask the Experts question? Yeah, the related then? Ask the Experts question was, okay, I've been watching my pendings, and my pendings are about 
a third or less of where they usually are. So first of all, this is a great tip to keep track of your pending CSI, your pending volume, your pending numbers, because that's a leading indicator of your income, right? True. And all of a sudden, this student said, wow, my pendings are way down. I need to bump up my inventory. What do I do? Do I go all in this quarter for the next six, eight, ten weeks, or do I build toward the first of the year? Oh, that's a lovely question. And if, I, if I'm going in all, all in on this quarter, what should I do? How do I bump up my inventory now? Well, the Pareto Techniques was one great way to do it. She got some other excellent advice, and one of them was, hit the phones. Yeah, pick up the phone. You know, it's almost formulaic. You can tell. Number of conversations, there's a ratio to number of appointments. There's a ratio to number of listings to current inventory. We've got like almost a decade worth of ratios. Seriously, if you want to bump up your inventory, you've got to bump up your conversations. That is the key to all of it. And, of course, who do you know who? Asking who do you know who and being specific about who you want. And focus on your goals. And remember, the seeds you plant now are the ones that sprout in the first quarter. So plant those seeds. But the two things that I liked the most were make sure you comp compile a specific daily call list. And then second, if you want to actually talk to more people without spending more time, get an auto dialer. Oh, yeah. Because the auto dialers, and even if you don't do the multiple lines, just mm -hmm. the one line at a time, yeah. you can program it so that your number comes up. That's not a robo number. And you can program it so that it's just one number at a time. You'll spend less time dialing and more time conversationing. I and like that's, it. That's what we want to do, isn't it? It absolutely yeah. is. So bump up your numbers. If you're going to bump up your inventory, bump up your conversations. You want to have more conversations? Here's a place where the new technology can really help you. I love it. That's great. My Ask the Experts question is about as opposite of that as you can get. Great. Yeah, that's kind of neat, isn't it? So this is a student who said, I'm carrying more listings than I'm used to. And I'm struggling oh. because I'm spending all my time servicing them. And I'm not used to that. I'm used to listing something and it sells in five minutes. Yes. And that is changing. And so how do you look for new business? You know, actually, maybe these questions are related because in order to look for new business, you better darn well solve this oh, problem. Oh, yeah. While well, you've got this inventory, you're servicing. Right. Right. How do you build? And you're so very, what yeah. is the servicing requirement? What is standard? Am I doing too much, spending too much time? By the way, the answer for him was, uh, yeah, <laughs> you do not need to do all that. Um, but I think that's just such a good awareness. It, is to say to all of our podcast listeners, what is your servicing plan? What are you promising at the listing appointment? Because, of course, we live by a set of core values, so we do what we say we will do. We have to be careful what we promise at the listing appointment because we certainly don't want to deliver less service. 
In fact, Floyd teaches us the secret to getting more business and more referrals is providing more service right. than what they expect. So you tell them barely anything that you're going to do in terms of follow-up, and then you follow up. So what do you recommend for follow-up? And we as a, as a group, as we discussed this, really felt like it's got to be once a week, and it's got to be a phone call. Now, you can ask your customer what they would prefer, how often they would prefer, but, you know, that voice-to-voice once a week, there's just nothing that beats that. And you can send a text, too. Um, we also agreed that it wouldn't be a bad idea once a week to send some kind of an email, whether it's a report on showings, whether it's something your company is putting out in terms of market share or activity, whether it's a newspaper article from the New York Times or one of our Board of Realtors, National Association of Realtors. So what if you called them every Monday before noon? And you didn't tell them you were going to do that. You just did it. And what if also they received something from you on Thursday that was about the real estate market or about what was happening in your local community? They would know that you are on the job. And I think that's the bottom line. Not taking a ton of time, but letting people know. If you're calling your sellers only every couple weeks, you're probably doing them a disservice. They're wondering more often than every 14 days. Of course they are. And if you don't want to make those calls, have someone else make the calls. Like uh, just calling on behalf of Mike and wanting to know if there's anything you need to talk to him about. Oh, and another thing we talked about is what if there's nothing to report? Well, that's what you say. Yep. Hey, just checking in, nothing to report. As you know, we haven't had a showing in the last week or so. I'm not too concerned. Um, you know, We don't want that to go on for too long, but... Um, I, I just want you to know I'm out here pounding the bushes looking for a buyer for you. That's what they need to hear. And by the way, it's true, isn't it? So I want to wrap today with something else. Because in most markets, the temperatures have cooled. We actually had snow this morning. Shh. <laughs> but not only have the temperatures cooled, but there's a softening going on. So what do you do when there's changes and shifting? going on in your market? Well, you go back to the basics, and the basics are assignments. Now, we've been sending you assignments to prepare for the business breakthrough. November 5th and 6th, and there's four assignments. I hope you're planning to do them. And by the way, they're mandatory. <laughs> Whether or not you're coming to the business breakthrough. And by the way, if you don't come to business breakthrough, you're going to miss Floyd's predictions for 2019 and how you can remain valuable to your customers and clients all of next year, despite what else is going on in the marketplace. Well, let's talk about the assignments. So we've sent out two already. If you are part of our follow-up list, you have gotten those. Actually, I think we sent them twice. Like We sent a reminder to folks as well. So make sure you're doing those assignments if you wait until the last minute. You know, it's just like a kid in high school, right? Cramming the night before. That's not the best way. So we want you to do some thinking as you prepare for 2019. If you just read the assignment and think about it all week, the answer is going to pour out of your head anyway before the next one comes along. So, yeah. And while you're preparing for business breakthrough, don't neglect your R-squared assignments. Have conversations every week. Go on listing appointments every week. 
continue to follow up with your prospects consistently. You know, it's that consistency that's the real key. More businesses lost due to a lack of consistent follow-up than for any other reason. Do your smart week. When do you need smart week? When you need smart week. Yeah, but you got to do it every week no matter whether or not you think you need it. Well, especially that top five. I always tell people if you could have one really good business habit, it would be to write down the five most important money-making activities you need to do every single morning, first thing before you check your email, or last thing the night before. But get into the habit, whatever biorhythm works best for you, of every single day you're doing your top five and focusing your activity on that. That's what top producers do. They and work high-priority activities. Yep. Consistently. And whatever you do, don't neglect train the brain. Train the brain's got to be part of your routine. I know it might sound ooey-gooey and psychological with you, but you know what? Zig taught Floyd, who taught us. If you're going to build selling skills, you must build character at the same time or the selling skills will be short-lived. So don't neglect the train the brain. Please do that every day. Best time to do it first thing in the day before the rest of the day starts crowding in. Yes. Well, I was just thinking about that wide receiver that was interviewed today who said the biggest change for him to have breakout action and production is to change his attitude. Yeah. Stay away from negativity, focus on positiveness, and surround yourself with positive people. Put the good stuff in, and it'll start to show on the outside if you put it in on the inside. I love it. All right. Have, have a, a great week. See you soon.